What's up, Lamb Fam? Welcome back to the Life After Miscarriage podcast, where we unapologetically chat the ins and outs of what life is actually like after miscarriage. I'm your host, Shelly Metling, and with four angel babies myself and one rainbow baby here on earth, I have created a platform for you guys to share your stories. So sit back, relax, get ready to relate, laugh, and cry as we get real on what life is actually like after miscarriage in the 21st century. Hello, everyone. We have Alyssa Bishop on the call today. I'm so excited. Her and I are Instagram friends. She reached out and she's ready to share her stories. Alyssa, I'm just going to throw it at you and I'm going to let you start wherever you'd like. Okay. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for letting me jump on and share. I know I was talking to you earlier and we discussed how for both of us sharing our stories has been extremely healing for us. And I like to share my story just because I think it helps other women realize that they're not alone, even if they're not comfortable with sharing their own story. It can help them find some comfort and find some healing themselves. Um, So I had my first son, my firstborn child. um, Eli is his name. He'll be three in August. Um, I got pregnant with him in November 2015, and it happened super, super fast. I had only been married for three months, which was crazy. Um, and that pregnancy was like perfect, no complications. Um, we got pregnant right away and he came here and everything was great. Um, after that, he was, when he was eight months old, I got pregnant again and that one was a little bit of a surprise. Um, so the whole, while I knew I was pregnant, there was kind of struggling to come to terms with the fact that I was pregnant cause I had an eight month old, um, which is. I was like, oh my gosh, these babies are going to be 17 months apart. Like I was, I was stressing a little bit. Um, but a week after I found out I was pregnant, I started spotting, um, and I started panicking and there were a lot of emotions going on. And it was really confusing for me because I was trying to come to terms with the fact that I was pregnant while, and like trying to be happy that I was pregnant. But then I was also like, losing that I was worried that I was losing that baby at the same time and I was so confused because I was like I'm nervous I'm worried about this pregnancy like I'm worried about being pregnant but now I might be losing it and I'm sad that I'm losing it and I was just it was really conflicting and confusing um I did end up losing that baby um over the weekend we were out of town too which was really hard because I didn't really get to mourn that loss because we were around other people yeah. Um, and so I kind of had to do it privately and go through that loss privately. And only my husband knew what was going on. And that was really, that was really a difficult weekend for me. And there was a lot of fear involved after I lost that pregnancy. Um, because I lost it, I was about five weeks pregnant. So it was super, super early. Um, and it was hard because it was like, there was these thoughts running through my head was my son just a fluke? Am I never going to be able to get pregnant again? Um, am I ever going to be able to carry a baby to term? Like all of these thoughts and these fears running through my head, is there something wrong with my body? Um, cause it seems like, Oh, I can get pregnant really easy, but it seems like, what if I can't carry a baby? What if Eli was just this one, one off miracle, you know? And it definitely like, it gave me more of an appreciation for my son recognizing that he truly is a miracle, but there was so much fear involved. Um, after I got pregnant with, 
or after that miscarriage, I went back on birth control because I was like, I don't want to do this again. I'm so scared. I'm not ready to try again. Um, I'm like, I just, I needed time to heal from that. Um, fast forward a year and a few months, my son turned two. I was like, okay, I feel ready to try again. So we started trying. And again, this is like, I feel bad saying this. We got pregnant the first month, um, trying, which I was like, wow, my husband has super sperm. You guys like, what the heck? We were in um, the same boat. We got pregnant yeah. super easy, yeah, but it was like, just holding it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Getting pregnant is so easy. It's just holding on to those babies seemed to be a lot harder. So we got pregnant super, super fast. First month trying. Um, and a week after I found out I was pregnant, just like with my first miscarriage, I started spotting again. Excuse me. I have to cough. That's okay. <clears throat> Sorry, I've had a cold for like three weeks. Or I had I got cold three weeks ago. The cough won't go away. Um, anyways, so I started spotting again. We had just gotten back from vacation and I just remember screaming. I was like, no, 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 no. This cannot be happening again. Like I don't want to do this again. Um, and you know, sometimes you start spotting and it's nothing. And so that whole like I was spotting for several days and then I'd, I'd spot and then I'd stop and then I'm like, okay, maybe it's okay. And then I'd start again. And it was just like this emotional roller coaster of, am I miscarrying? Am I not miscarrying? Like what's going on? Um, and again, dealing with that fear, what if my son was just, we got lucky. What if mm-hmm. my body cannot handle this and I'm never going to be able to have another baby Um, and there was a lot of guilt, a lot of blaming myself. Like my husband seems to be doing his job, holding up his end of the deal, but what's wrong with me? Like, why can't I carry this through? Um, that miscarriage was particularly frustrating as well because I am RH negative. Um, so my blood type does not match up with my husband's. And if I, when I give birth, I have to get a shot if the baby's blood type is negative or positive because mine's negative. Um, and when I'm, if I miscarry, I have to get that shot as well, um, within 72 hours or else my blood will start producing antibodies that in the future could make it that if the baby had a positive blood type, it would kill off that baby. Um, I could not get a hold of my doctor. I was calling and calling and calling, trying to get in, trying to get an appointment, trying to come in and get that shot. And I couldn't get a hold of them. And finally we were at like the 65 hour mark from when I had miscarried and I called the receptionist and was like, look, you have to let me come in right now to get this shot or else my chances of getting pregnant ever again are going to be jeopardized even more. So that was, that was really frustrating and added like a whole extra layer of stress yeah. to that miscarriage. Did you get that shot with the first one? No. The first miscarriage? No, I didn't because I didn't know. Okay. And so I ended up, before I started trying again, we got tested, or I got my blood tested to see if it had those antibodies. And thankfully, because that miscarriage was at like four weeks and six days, it hadn't, the baby was just teeny, teeny, tiny, and my blood hadn't started producing those antibodies. Okay. Um, so I got really lucky there, but I was like, I don't want to chance it again, you know? Yeah. Um, both of my miscarriages happened on the same day, four weeks and six days, which okay. is like, I was like, oh my gosh, what if I can never carry past this baby that. past four weeks and six days? I was so, so scared. And I think one of the things I wanted to like kind of talk about is sometimes I feel like 
when you miscarry really early, people kind of act like, you know, they write well, it off. They write it off. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it was really early. You don't need to be upset because it was so early or you don't need to, you know, they just, they, they write it off exactly what you said. And kind of what I wanted to say is like, you know, at least for me, the second that I find out I am pregnant, I am bonded with that baby. I have hopes for that baby. I have dreams for that baby. I want to hold that baby and love that baby. I have name ideas for that baby. Like it's just, I can feel their spirit and it's like, I'm bonded with them. And so even though, you know, I only knew I was pregnant for a week, I had hopes and dreams and losing that baby was like losing a child and it's okay. It's okay to mourn. And that's the biggest thing that I was, I was actually talking to someone about this last week. She miscarried several months ago and she was like, she's like, I still feel sad sometimes. I'm like, that's okay. One of my miscarriages was two years ago and I still mourn the loss of that baby. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like losing a family member. Yes, you never really knew them, but you had hopes and dreams for them and that's okay. I think that some of the most hurtful things that people said to me is, are you sure it wasn't just a false positive? I'm like, that kills me. I'm like, yeah. even if it was, I thought I was pregnant. I had connected with that baby so even if it was a false positive you know even if my period was just late or whatever I don't I think people need to be a little more sensitive and that's kind of the message that I like to spread and I've written I mean when I was writing on my blog I just got done with a really hard pregnancy and so my blog has kind of just got thrown on the back burner but I wrote about my miscarriages and I mentioned you know so many women lose their babies this early and they feel like they don't even have a right to talk about it Mm -hmm. and I think that's not fair like we if we want to talk about it we can talk about it and it should it should be more socially acceptable to discuss these things because it's so common it's so much more common than people realize um and it's just yeah I think living living with that fear was the hardest part definitely um, we were lucky with Olivia, my daughter, who is eight weeks old tomorrow. Um, we got pregnant right off of that miscarriage with her. So I did you have – I was like, did you have a period? No. That's I had. I was too. I literally got pregnant right off the miscarriage, and it yeah. was hilarious. So I went in, and I finally saw my doctor after the miscarriage. Like, that was – that could go on a whole long tangent about how hard my doctor is to get a hold of and how much his office sucks. Like, during my pregnancy, <laughs> I had complications – and trying to get in to see him was a freaking joke. But I saw him like a week or two after I miscarried. And he told me, he's like, I want you to wait a few months, give your body time to heal, blah, blah, blah. And I just told him, I was like, well, full disclosure, it might be too late. <laughs> um, and it was so funny because he told me, he's like, well, when you get pregnant again, I'll have you come in right away. We'll monitor you a lot closelier. Closelier? Wow. Closer. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I'm still waking up. Um, we'll monitor you more closely. Um, we'll check your blood, your HCG levels. We'll make sure everything's going the way it's supposed to go. So two weeks later, I come back in. And he was like, seriously? I was like, hey, I warned you. I told you. It might, it might be too be late. Too- <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, wow, okay. Um, it, was, it was really funny. And I feel very, very blessed. But even that pregnancy, it was so stressful for me. 
because the entire time I was so worried I was going to lose her. Mm-hmm. I was absolutely terrified I was going the to lose her. The entire time, right? Yes. Like, I don't think that fear went away until she was out and I yes. heard her first cry. Yep. And she even scared me a little bit there because she didn't cry right away when she was born. And I was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Like, I was so yeah. scared, you know, that yeah. fear. Until she's in my arms breathing, that fear was still there. Yeah. I wrote in my ebook, I wrote an ebook called Life After Miscarriage. And I mm-hmm. think it's like the last sentence in my book. I was pregnant with Ryan when I was writing it. And I said, I won't be able to breathe until you breathe. Yes, was exactly. Like, yeah. No, it, I 100% relate because until she's in my arms and I can tell she's breathing, like it was terrifying. Um, especially that pregnancy, I had preterm contractions with that pregnancy when I was like 21, 22 weeks. And I was like, no, hang on. Like you can't come yet. And I was, I was so scared. I was like, if I lose this baby, I don't think I can do this again, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm, I feel, I feel, I don't know, blessed. I only had two miscarriages. I know there's so many women that have so many more. A friend of mine has had 13 and I cannot fathom what how heartbreaking and the mental toll that that would take let alone the physical toll that that would take on you that's just so hard for me to even think about so I feel I know that I'm lucky and this is like when I was thinking about reaching out to you I was like I don't even know if I have room to talk but then I was like you know what yes I do have a story I have something I can share I have room to talk because there are other women who are going through the exact same thing that I am and I want them to know that it's okay that they have, they, their story is valid. Their feelings are valid. Everything they're going through is valid. And I want them to know that, you know, it's okay to be scared. It's okay. If your miscarriage was early, you're still, you're still going through something, you know? Absolutely. One thing that I've noticed, like when I'm, cause my miscarriages were very early as well. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing that I've noticed is when I'm talking to people and they're like, oh, how far along were you? And I'm like, yes. oh, I was, you know, five weeks. And mm-hmm. they're like, and you see it in their face. And it's like, oh. And it's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was still a pregnancy. And yes, I'm still exactly. very hurt by it. So everything that you said really hit home with me. And mm-hmm. you share, honestly, you sharing your story has helped me. So if you were looking to like help one person, you yes. already did. And this Perfect. hasn't even aired yet. So yes. thank you very much. Oh, totally. <laughs> and I, I catch myself when I'm talking to people and they say the same thing. How far along with you? I'll say, oh, I was only. And then I'm like, yeah, I do. Why do too. I say only? It's it a self-conscious matter. thing. Uh-huh. It's, it's just like, like it a... doesn't matter. It's a miscarriage is a miscarriage, whether you're five weeks along, you're 15 weeks along, whatever, you're still dealing with a loss. Yeah. And I think we, I want to raise awareness that it's, a, those emotions are still valid. Yep. And I think and healing comes, you know, with time. I, I still, I still from time to time, I wish I could hold those babies more than anything in my life. I want to hold those babies in my arms. But it's just, for me, at least it's holding on to hope that, you know, I will someday. Yeah. Yeah. Holding on to hope that I will someday. And before I got pregnant with Olivia, there was the hope that I knew my family wasn't complete. Um, And I just held on to that feeling that I knew I had one more baby and that she needed to be here. So I just... How did you feel? 
Yeah. How did you feel after you hit that, like, past that four-week, six-day mark? There was relief, but, I mean, some of the fear subsided, definitely, but there was still there was still fear, especially yeah. when I was having those preterm contractions. A friend of mine, um, oh, my gosh, she – and I know she's very public with sharing her story, and she would actually be someone so great to have on your podcast. She, yeah, have her reach out to me. I will. She went into labor spontaneously at, I think, 23 weeks her baby lived for 13 days and then she lost that baby. And so when I was having contractions at right around that time, I was talking to her and I was just like, I was so scared. I was so, so afraid, but having her as a resource was definitely helpful and having her knowing she was arm in arm with me and supporting me and praying for me. Definitely. It helped. But like we said, until that baby was breathing in my arms, you know, it was, it was yeah. scary for me. But now I, I look back and I was like, it really makes you sit back when you finally have that baby in your arms and think, I would do it all again. Yeah. It's all so of worth that it. heartbreak, I would go through all of that heartbreak, that plus trauma, more. plus yeah. more to hold that baby in my arms. Like, I feel so lucky. She's, she's in my bedroom right now with my husband and she's so perfect. I'm like, She's really cute. She's, oh my gosh, <laughs> she is so beautiful. I'm like, she's a little doll. <laughs> oh, but yeah. I would go through all of that a hundred times more if yeah. it meant, I, if it ends with her in my arms, you know. Same here. If so you, just, if you, um, I was going to just say, if you had like a big piece of advice for somebody in a similar situation, what would it be? Like number one piece of advice. Oh man. Um, I'd say hold on to hope, honestly. Um, that hope is what got me through, knowing that I needed to have another baby. Um, hold on to the hope that it's still possible. There's so many avenues you can take now to have a baby. Um, so many different things you can do to help have a healthy pregnancy. So don't, don't lose hope. Um, I think that's my biggest advice, whether you're miscarrying or whether you're pregnant again after a miscarriage, whatever that may be, hold on to that hope. Yeah. And it's, I feel like it's really easy to have days where you lose it and, oh, you're, and you're like, I, I can't do this. And yes. that's, that's okay too. But like, that's make sure totally that you're okay. Yeah. But make sure you're, you're working towards getting it back because hope is mm-hmm. the only thing that will pull you through this hot mess express. It's just insane. (laughs) It is. And I know another thing I'm going to throw this out there. Some people are like, Oh, that's super helpful. And other people like, no, I would hate that. So I found when I was pregnant with Olivia, this chart online and it's, um, I don't know, you might know about it. It's a miscarriage probability chart where you can plug in your age, your height, your weight, how many previous miscarriages you've had, how many live births you have. And by day by day for your pregnancy, it tells you, okay, you're five weeks along. This is your likelihood of carrying the pregnancy. This is your likelihood of miscarrying. And for me, sorry, if you hear squeaking, that is my dog. (laughs) Stop it, Lucy. Um, For me, every day watching that percentage of miscarrying go down was extremely, like it gave me something to hold on to. I was like, okay, I'm this much closer. I'm this much closer. And by the time, you know, it drops to like, 0.05% of losing that pregnancy. I was just like, it helped me breathe a sigh of relief. Um, 
like dropping, you know, dropping from 10% to 5% to 1%. Like it just, that really helped me. That's interesting. I've never heard of that. Yeah. If you just Google miscarriage probability chart, like you can find it. And I've told some women that and they're like, oh no, I don't want to look at that. But for me, like I'm a numbers person that it was like, it was very comforting watching that percentage drop. Yeah. Well, I think it's like when we're pregnant after miscarriage, it's we're constantly looking for reassurance and any way we can get that. Exactly. It's like, super helpful exactly Um, and especially like I don't know until you can feel the baby kick it's really hard to get that like oh yeah you know but and I even remember the day I went into labor with Olivia I was like I don't think I felt her move today and I was like so scared you know Mm -hmm. I was like have I felt her move today and then I like lost my mucus plug and started having contractions I was like oh okay we're good yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's it, there's a lot to this whole journey, but I just oh, want to thank yeah. you for jumping in and sharing your story, especially because you were hesitant and kind of like, you know, not feeling like maybe your story was at the same worthiness of some others, but it mm-hmm. totally is. And there are women out there who have had one miscarriage and they have every right to feel the feels that they feel and there are some women like your friend who has had 13 and oh my gosh, we yeah. are all in this together. And I think yes. even somebody who's had 13 will look at the person that's had one and be like, I get you. Like, yes, definitely. You know? She, she is, I know she understands and everything is valid. Like you said, whether you've had one, whether you've had 13, it's all valid. It's all okay. And to quote high school musical, we're all in this together. <laughs> yes. I love that you just ended this episode with a high school musical quote. Oh man, that oh no, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Is Instagram the best? Yes, Instagram is the best. Um, I'm sure you'll like link my profile, but it's at Lissa Ray Bishop. Two S's, Ray with an E Bishop. Okay. Awesome. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to link your blog as well. So that yes, will be I, in the description. Full disclosure, have not written on that blog <laughs> in like a year. That's but okay. <laughs> it is on my to-do list to start writing again um, and start sharing things because I think, I think there's power in sharing. And I think mom life can be really challenging. It comes, it's amazing and it's beautiful, but it's also messy and it can be hard. And I, so I think sharing open openly and honestly that is my biggest goal is sharing and being open because I want other women who are in the trenches with me whether it's miscarriages or mom life to know that they are not alone I feel ya I feel ya all right thank you so much Lisa thanks Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend who could find it useful or share it on your Instagram stories. Tag myself, tag my guest so that we can personally thank you. This is a lamb fam, you guys. We're not in this alone. We're creating this ripple effect together.